Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash own your style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the fifth thing, the bonus episode to the four things podcast. And I've got my friend Kat here with me, Kat Defada, host of You Need Therapy podcast. And she's going to go over some of the emails that you have sent in. That's what we dedicate this episode to. But Kat, I always start this episode off with a quote. And I'm just going to quote you and your merch because I'm wearing a You Need Therapy podcast shirt. And it just says, feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. I also have a coffee mug that says, feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. So that is our quote for today. I like that quote. Feel your feelings. And then coming up, one of the listeners actually emailed me about finding a therapist and Kat is a licensed therapist. So I thought she'd be perfect to bring on for this. And I get asked that a lot and we've addressed it here on the podcast before. I think Kat has even maybe addressed it at some point or another, but you never know in conversation how something might hit you differently if if you've heard us address this before. And we'll get to that question in just a little bit. But my first email is from Taylor in California. And she said, hey, Amy, I'm listening to your first thing. And Kat, she's referring to last Thursday's episode because Mary was on with me for the first thing. So she said, I was listening to your first thing with Mary about her calling you out. Ha ha, sorry, Mary. 
Uh, what a great friend, but it got me thinking. I was really surprised to hear you say you were insecure about aging or how your eyes look because when I see photos of you, I would never ever have thought those things. The exact opposite actually. And I thought it was a great reminder that we can be our own worst critics and we need to be a lot nicer to ourselves and see ourselves the way others do because I can guarantee others aren't being nearly as critical of us as we may be to ourselves. And if they are, then well, maybe we don't really care about their opinion anyways. All that to say, thank you for sharing that with us and encourage me to be nicer to myself about my insecurities, realizing that they probably aren't as big or noticeable as I think they are. All right, Kat and other listeners, I can give you the backstory of that. I had been around Mary a lot in person because of a lot of different things that were going on and she was with me and also with me during a lot of hard stuff. And I think that I was just feeling down and on the inside. And so what was coming out is I was looking in the mirror and just so tired looking and not happy with myself. So I was picking my face apart of, oh, I look so tired. I look so old. Like what's wrong with my eyes and this, you know, and she noticed it once she got back home to California because the people she was hanging out with, nobody was commenting on their looks that way. And so then we were on FaceTime one night and I said it again and she sort of called me out on it. And I was grateful for it because she did it in a very kind way. But she's like, hey, stop talking about yourself that way. I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing it. People can go back and listen to our chat if they want to as last Thursday's episode. But yeah, it was just a good reminder of how you can communicate with a friend. Like if you notice a pattern or something going on with them and that it's okay because you're saying it in love Mm -hmm. and as a friend. But then also it was a reminder too to not talk so badly about yourself to yourself. And Mary even pointed out that I've made so much progress when it comes to body and food in that area. But then it's almost like it shifted into somewhere else. Somewhere else. Which that is interesting because what we do know about like body image and how we see what we look like, it's based on the interceptive messages we have inside. So how we feel is how we see ourselves. And so you probably have been working a lot on being kind to yourself when you look at your body and commenting on your body, but you still feel that feeling because you're going through something hard or tough or whatever that was. And so those feelings come out in different ways like you just said. And so that is an indicator. I would say to anybody, if you find yourself being really horrible to yourself, that's an indicator that it might not be really what you look like. You're seeing how you feel. So you see something different than what I see. And that's why so often a friend will be like, oh my gosh, I look so disgusting or this or that. And they'll be like, what are you talking about? Because we see one thing and you see what you feel. Right. It's so interesting to me. The other thing though, that I think is important to point out when it comes to this stuff is If you tell yourself something enough times, your brain is going to start to attach to it and believe it. You're teaching yourself something about yourself. So if I say, we'll say I have bags under my eyes or I look tired or I look old. If I say I look old enough times, eventually my brain's going to be like, you look old. Versus if I say I look bright or I look radiant or I look happy or I like whatever, that's actually going to be what you believe about yourself. We have a lot of power in that. Yeah. And that's what I've had to lean into ever Mm -hmm. since you know, she brought it to my attention. We were saying she called me out. That's why the listener even apologized. Sorry, Mary, in the email, because Mary's like, I don't like the way that sounds. I wasn't trying to call you out. But it's just in a nutshell, that's sort of what happened. But she brought it to my attention. And once I was made aware of it, I've been able to focus on it and I'm working hard to undo it. But that's exactly what happened. It became a pattern in my brain every single day and every time I looked in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So that's what she was hearing all the time because that's what I was saying out loud to her. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, that's exhausting for her as a friend to hear a friend doing that. But then she said, too, what can happen, but it may not be this exact scenario. I'm just saying for other listeners, what ends up happening to those around you is then you may cause them to then look at themselves in a weird way that they never would have thought of. And then they're starting to break down if they look tired or old. And they're like, well, if Amy feels old, then I'm old. Well, because if it's like, well, if what Amy looks like is what old looks like, and I feel like Amy looks younger than me, then that means I really look old if she thinks she looks old. You know what I mean? Like that's really confusing. And so you don't, you think it's just about you, but because we are culture of comparison, it becomes about all of us. Yep. The other thing I would like to say about the calling people out, where I used to work, we would do it once a week. I'm like, we would have a group with the clients and once a week we would kind of confront each other. We called them carefrontations, which is like kind of (laughs) cheesy. I like that. But it's actually like what Mary did is a really kind thing. Like she said, hey, I care about you enough to not ignore this behavior that feels like it's hurting you and might be also hurting me. But confrontation gets such a bad reputation when really it can be a very caring, loving thing to do with a friend. I want my friends to tell me what they see if they see something like that. I don't want them to just like ignore it. And well, you know. and I think what, what I was breaking down yeah. in, when I was processing what happened Again, we were on FaceTime, but I received it. And I think if I wasn't in a good place, I would have gotten defensive, defensive. and been upset. But I think because I was <laughs> been doing so much work and I'm in a place where I can be self-reflective right now and I can look inside myself and evaluate, hmm, maybe there is some truth mm-hmm. to that. It wasn't right away, but it was on the in the time of the face call that I know that I was able to say, hey, thanks for saying that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also about delivery. I don't think she probably was mean to you when she said that. No. So the delivery yeah. really matters. It has to be a carefrontation. Yeah. Carefrontation. All right. So next email is from Elizabeth in South Carolina. I've had people start to tell me where they're emailing me from because I'm very curious. So the last one was Taylor in California. Now we've moved east Other side to of the South Carolina. Elizabeth said, hey, Amy, I absolutely love the jeans you're wearing in your recent Pimp and Joy photo shoot. Where are they from? And I will tell you, uh, they are Mousy Vintage, M-O-U-S-S-Y, or maybe it's Mousy. Honestly, I don't know how to say it. I'm too cool for these jeans. (laughs) I mean, these jeans are are too cool for you. (laughs) Switch that. These jeans are too cool for me. Actually, Kelly, who's at Velvet's Edge on Instagram, she got me these jeans before the pandemic hit. And I thought, wow, these are just so out there. But Kelly knows style was happening. And man, she was way ahead of the curve. Like I'm just now to wear like, okay, fine. I'll wear these. They're cool because they're the total straight leg and wide. Now I wear them all the time. So I will say they are a little bit of an investment. They're the Odessa wide straight leg jeans. Those are cute. Aren't they cute? Those are cute. I know, but see, could you imagine maybe two years ago? No, I would be, be like, oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I tried to tell Kelly. But she said, trust me, trust me. you're going to want these. So I think I wore them once for whatever she wanted me to wear with with heels and I felt okay with it. But now I wear them with flats. No, those are because super cute. These have now I'm always late to the trends. But I will say, if you are wanting to invest in a pair, these are pretty awesome. I know that Madewell has some super cute ones, which would be a different price point and take and you down a little bit. If and you bring a pair of jeans to Madewell, you get a discount. If exactly. you bring an old yes. to donate, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, they'll give do you- a swap. You can, yes, give them your like denim to recycle. And then, yes, they will give you a discount. And then I think it's Wild Fable. Oh, I was just at Target. That's it. 
well, I'm trying to make sure it was Wild Fable or I think it was. They had a wide leg or it's like a straight leg wide situation. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but Target had a pair as well. There's different varieties of this look. But yeah, if you go to my Instagram at Radio Amy and you look at the Bobby Bone Show Pimp and Joy photo from last week, you'll see the jeans that we're talking about. And then maybe you can find a pair similar because yes, they are very, very, very cute. And I mean, I'm not even patting my own self on the back for that because I didn't pick them out. (laughs) And actually, I was resisting them for quite some time. So thank you for the note, Elizabeth. And now Kat is over here shopping on her phone. They're 60% (laughs) off, but there is only one size left. But can I make a comment about jeans? Yeah. I've gone through this revelation the past couple of weeks, which seems like I should have gone through this revelation earlier. But this year, I decided, one, I'm going to invest in pants that I really think I feel good in, especially jean shorts. It's summer. And I've always had an issue with finding jean shorts that actually fit my body because of, you know, just how jean shorts are made. And this is a very simple thing. But this year I said to myself, I'm not going to go to a million stores and buy a million pairs of shorts and try to make myself fit in in this pair of jeans or this pair of jeans or this pair of jeans and get frustrated when I don't. I'm going to find a pair of jeans that I like that fit in one area of my body. And then I'm going to make the jeans fit me by altering them. It's a little thing. But in in my head, it's why have I, for the past 30-something years, been trying to fit my body into this one mold when bodies are so different? We know that. All bodies are in all different shapes and sizes. It really is crazy to think that the same style and cut of one thing would be right for me and you because we're so different. And that doesn't have to do with you being better and me being worse when it comes to what our bodies look like. So it was very empowering for me to find a pair of jean shorts like how they fit in one part of my body and then go get them taken in or altered that fit the other part of my body. And now for the first time literally in my life where I have not been in an active eating disorder, I was so excited to put on jean shorts yesterday. I love that. That's awesome. And you also just posted recently about skorts. Oh my God. Are skorts back? Well, one, skorts are back, but I also just got a new skort and it's so cute. Two years from now, I will be wearing a skort because I'm always behind. But yeah, so tell people what a skort is in case they don't know. Well, a skort is something that is, it's shorts, but it looks like a skirt from the front. And I got this super cute jean skort from American Eagle that I saw somebody on Instagram wearing and I'm obsessed with it. It is so comfortable. It's stretchy. It's the best. American Eagle. They also have good jeans. They do. So does Abercrombie. Just saying they have some mom, even if you're not a mom, you're going to want the, I bought a pair of shorts Mm -hmm. from them and it's their, they said it's advertising really gets me when people use words like our number one bestseller. I'm like, well, okay then. I'll get that one. (laughs) I guess I need to buy it. And then I'm thinking, don't fall for that. But they really are awesome. Mm -hmm. And they are like the mom high-waisted short and they're a little bit longer in the back. And then like there's a slit and so they rise up a little bit in the front, but not too short. So there's some options for some denim. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you can find something in there that you liked. Thank you for the email, Elizabeth. All right. So a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now, and that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry, Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a 
photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th, so make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price, $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. All right, next note is from Erin. Oh, man. I don't think Erin put where she was from. Womp womp. We'll just have to guess. Or 
not know, or you can pretend she's from wherever, but she said, hey, me, long time Bobby Bone Show listener and newer Four Things listener here. I'm writing because I wanted to see if you had any advice on how to find the right therapist. As I listen to the Bobby Bone Show and podcast, I hear you talk very openly about your own therapy, and I know you're very passionate about your time with your therapist. I find myself in a place where I think talking to someone would really help with some internal struggles that I'm having. There are so many options, psychiatrist, psychologist, licensed clinical social worker, et cetera. I was curious if you would be comfortable sharing your experience and finding someone and if you had any thoughts on the differences between all of the many options. So Kat, what is the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist and a licensed clinical Social worker. worker. Okay, so that I actually like that she added that part because a psychologist, a psychiatrist, and a therapist are all different things. Yes. A psychiatrist is somebody who goes, they're doctors. They go to med school and they specialize in psychiatry. Like they could prescribe you medicine. A hundred percent. They're great for one thing, but you don't usually see a psychiatrist for therapy. A psychologist can be a therapist as well, but most of the time somebody who's a psychologist is going to be more invested in research and that area than just doing one-on-one private practice, although they can. And a lot of times people that become psychologists get a master's degree in like um, clinical counseling or something like that on their way to becoming a psychologist, if that makes sense. Yep. When it comes to therapy, there the main things, a licensed professional counselor, so that's what I am. There is a licensed clinical social worker, that's somebody who gets a master's in social work. And then there is a marriage and family therapist who gets their graduate degree in marriage and family therapy. All of those can operate as therapists. They can all, we can all do essentially the same thing, but we have different backgrounds and different trainings. And we are taught and invest more time in certain areas and certain things. Okay. So I know that my person that I go to, my therapist now is a licensed clinical social worker. Mm -hmm. So what are you again? Licensed professional counselor. The initials at the end of our names are different, but we can do the same thing. Okay. And then there are experiential therapists. Mm-hmm. I've learned this. So the person that I'm seeing, mm-hmm. she, she is experiential. And like Linda, who I did my mm-hmm. intensive with, she was experiential. Mm-hmm. So explain that for people because I've really personally enjoyed that. So experiential therapist, you can get extra trainings in that, but that's not like you go to school for that. So I am an experiential therapist, but I don't do that in every session with every single client. But experiential therapy just brings in metaphor and experience into the um, therapy room. So you're not just talking. We'll do things like I'll get a box of scarves out and be like, pick a scarf that represents how you're feeling or pick a scarf that represents your mom. Like Linda made me pick out a beanie baby. Yes, 100%. Or Or when I did adventure therapy. That was experiential. We would go out in the woods and do all these really cool initiatives and activities that mimicked the feelings we have that are going on and what we're dealing with inside. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And so to circle back to Erin's email, like how does she best find out who's for her? And again, this is a question I get a lot. I know it's a question you get a lot, especially being a therapist and you're on Instagram and you host You Need Therapy podcast. So I know that you get this question as well. So how do you respond to it? So one, I have a post on You Need Therapy podcast Instagram account, and it's in the highlights. So if you go to at You Need Therapy podcast, you can find it in the highlights, and it gives you a couple steps to find somebody. But basically what I would recommend anybody to do is first figure out, like, what is it that you're wanting? What do you want to go to therapy for? Because, yeah, 
somebody could have the same degree in letters behind their name as me, but I might do something different where I specialize in one thing, they might specialize in another. So really try to, if you can, get an understanding of what you want and what you're looking for. And then what I would really recommend is if you can, try to ask around and get a word of mouth referral. I think those can be the most beneficial and the most helpful. Maybe if you have a friend that sees a therapist, I, my clients all the time ask me for referrals for their friends. Because a lot of times you don't want your friend to also see your same therapist because what if you talk about each other and, you know, it's just weird. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But I have people that I can send uh, my clients and then their friends will go see them. So if you can find a word of mouth, that's a really, really helpful way to do that. You can also look online at places like Psychology Today and you can look at what people say that they specialize in. When it comes to picking somebody based on psychiatrist, psychologist, social worker, this, that, whatever. If you're looking for therapy, like the therapy that we talk about, you're really going to be looking for a licensed professional counselor, a marriage and family therapist, or a licensed clinical social worker. All three of those can do the same things. I worked at a place that half of the people were licensed clinical social workers. So we did the same thing. We just had different background. Yeah. And you might have to go try it out with people or there are resources online where Therapy is becoming more accessible and, you know, you might find someone that you can do virtual Mm -hmm. sessions with. I mean, sometimes even just talking things out helps Mm -hmm. so much, but you want to make sure you vibe with the person. And I've honestly had therapists before where I just thought, you know, I I just don't end up going back because it's not a good fit. Mm -hmm. And then I find, you know, the right person and I know it's a good fit, but I'm still having to put in a lot of work and effort because, yeah, it's not fun starting that process over because there is a lot that they need to get to know and understand about you. And that takes time. So you have to be patient. It's not something that's just going to be a quick fix or you think you can go a couple of times and then voila, I think that you'll have sessions where you walk out feeling better. Sometimes you have sessions where you walk out feeling really heavy and I'm like, oh, I feel like we just unpacked some stuff, but then hopefully the next week you can start putting some of it back together. Yeah. But I guess my thing with that is it's nothing's overnight right? and it's, it's ongoing work. I think there are different seasons in your life where you may need it more than others. Mm-hmm. And then and your therapist may tell you it's appropriate to take a break. You know, I read that book, maybe you should talk to someone, Lori Gottlieb. And I think in there, she talked about, and maybe you might remember because I know you read it too, but that, yeah, there comes a time where the therapist even feels it too, that like, hey, we're kind of done. We're kind of done. Yeah. So you're, you're free. Mm-hmm. Be a bird. <laughs> Fly away. And also like you can be done with what I can offer you and maybe you need somebody else. And that's exactly. two things. One, there's so much power in being okay with taking the initiative to find the therapist that's right for you and not feeling like, the first person you go and talk to has to be your therapist. Now, if you were going to not go back after the first session, I would encourage you to dig deeper into that because sometimes people just get scared and and walk away. But I also think it's okay to say like, that didn't feel right. That wasn't a match for me. So often I think people go back because they feel bad for us, the therapist. And I would offer, you don't have to worry about that because we can take care of ourselves. And a good therapist will not take it personally because we know we're not the best fit for everybody. And then the other part is when it's time to terminate therapy or transition or whatever you want to say is, yeah, our goal isn't for you to come forever. Our goal is for you to at one point not need us. And so it's actually a really cool conversation when a client tells me, hey, I think I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. Like I'm ready for something else. That also is not something that as a therapist we should be taking personally because that's a good, that means we did our job essentially. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's good for people to understand the full process that it may not, you don't have to be scared of like, if you sign up for therapy, then now you're signing up for something the rest of your life with that person. Yeah, so. and I, my th- I have a therapist and I'll see her. I saw her for like three years, probably once a week or every other week. And now I see her when something's going on, I'll go see her for a couple weeks in a row and then I'll take a break. Like I still have her in my life and she's really helpful and I really, really adore her and value her, but I don't have to see her every single week. And she's okay with that too. That's like the point. Yeah. Well, so good luck with that. Um, thank you for the email, Aaron. I know it's it's a big leap to start something like that. So we just want to send encouragement your way. And in the meantime, too, you could also listen to, I mean, shameless plug here for Kat, but you could also <laughs> listen to her podcast. It's not a replacement for therapy by any means, but there are a lot of great resources on that Instagram page for the podcast. And then in the podcast itself with different interviews and talks and topics that Kat brings up. So check it out. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. You need therapy Please. podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Cat uh, is on my podcast network, by the way, in case anybody didn't know. Um, but I'm thankful to have her on there because I think Cat is really awesome. She's very smart. I think she delivers things in a really easy to understand way. And I was honored to have you come aboard the podcast with Lisa Haim, who has a podcast called Truthiest Life. And you're about to go on that too. Mm-hmm. I am as well. So Kat and I will both be yeah. upcoming I don't know when guests it's gonna be. on Lisa's yeah. podcast, The Truthiest Life, which y'all should subscribe, rate, and review to that podcast too. And then Lisa and I co-host Outway together, which Lisa's going to be having a baby soon. So there might be some episodes, Kat, where you and I are I would love co-hosting yeah. Outway together. I would love that. Mm-hmm. All right. Last and final, which is the fourth email, is from Colleen. Oh man, again, no, no, no city. But yes, in case you are a new listener, I'd love to hear, well, your name and where you're from. And then you can sign the email, your friend. We're like, going to say friends. Colleen's from Arizona. Oh, she is? Okay. Yeah. So quick question. <laughs> this morning, you mentioned the cell phone that has been working for your daughter. I looked it up, but I was in the middle of getting ready and I need the cell name again because I tried to pull it back up on my browser and it was gone. So I guess she has a son and it's summertime and he's going to be around the neighborhood and hanging out with friends. So if you are looking to get your kid a cell phone, what we gave our daughter is the Gab Wireless. So I pulled something from their website and it says Gab Wireless is dedicated to providing a safe cell phone for kids. No, really a safe cell phone for kids. No internet, no social media, no games, no worries. (laughs) So boring. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but... It's what a cell phone is supposed to do. Right. And so she's able to call us if she needs to call us. Now, full disclosure, my daughter does have an iPad that has certain games on it. Really, we got that for her because she really wanted this Procreate, which is an art app. She loves art and drawing and coloring And then from there, she does have access to, you know, text and FaceTime with certain people, but it's linked up with an iPhone that my husband and I have. So we can see every single interaction that happens on that iPad because that's not the main purpose of it. Um, But she does have certain apps on there, but no social media. She doesn't have Instagram or anything. And I don't know when that day will come. I mean, she's 14. So we're just kind of feeling some stuff out, but she has adopted. She's only been in America three and a half years. So she's a little bit behind, thank goodness, uh, socially and emotionally and stuff like that. So even though she's 14, I don't feel like I'm dealing with what some other parents of 14 year olds might be dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So 
thankful for that. But the Gab Wireless, it looks kind of like an iPhone. So it's not like a cheesy kid phone. It doesn't look childish. And I think that that's helpful because, you you know, a 14-year-old doesn't want to be embarrassed with their cute little like frog phone that can call three people. <laughs> You know, because like she's or like what we had was like a brick Nokia, like walkie talkie. Oh, well, I didn't even what I had when I when I was, was a pager. Oh, that, we didn't yep, even have you cell don't, phones. She definitely doesn't want a pager. Yeah, she. Well, we might go back to that and I'll be like, and you have to find find a pay phone or a school phone. This and does she, look like an iPhone. It does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I feel like we've been super happy with it. So Colleen Gab Wireless, hopefully that's something you can check out for your son. And thanks for the email. All right. And thank you everyone that is listening and for sending in notes. Love hearing from you. Four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com is where you can send emails. And if you want something to end up on the fifth thing, I just ask that you put fifth thing in the subject line, whether you have a question or something encouraging you want to share with us or a quote or anything. Because I mean, I feel like we're our own little community here and we all help each other out. So you may have some wisdom that I can read and share to someone else listening and it may be exactly what they needed to hear. So I love hearing from y'all. Appreciate all the notes. And then I know we were talking about cell phones and ages, but you, you're younger than me. Like I had a pager. You probably never had a pager because you missed pager. that. So what year were you born? 89. 89. Okay. Well, I was asking because we put out our born year sweatshirts and they're super cute. We only had a few years to begin with, but just a heads up. So y'all know we have 33 years now available. 89 is available. I'm 81. It's available. 69 is available. What up? (laughs) My sister Kim was born in 69, but she's like, I don't know that I really want to wear that on a sweatshirt, but we've sold like 10. So there's 10 69 sweatshirts out there. We kind of didn't think anybody was going to buy 69 because it's, it's awkward. They need to be included. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's their year too. So uh, we have, yeah, 91, which could be good because a lot of people are turning 30 this year. The the 81s for people turning 40, 00 and 01. So check them out if you want to. Those are up at shopespoir.com. And hope y'all have a great week and we will see you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Cat, cat to fought everybody. <laughs> Thank you. You can clap for yourself too. Oh, I can. <laughs> okay, bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. 
and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 